lust. Your clients have lust. What do your clients want? I mean, what do they really want? You think your clients have it all because they have money, but there's something they don't have that they really want. And you'll find out through their lust-based emotions, these intense feelings that stem from a desire for external reward. And that external reward makes them feel like there's somebody. You know how we talked about inadequacy during the lack-based emotions? Well, in the lust-based emotions, if they ever feel inadequate, they are really gonna use their money to fill the voids they feel. Let's talk about them. So you've got to know what your clients want. And I mean, what they really want. You've got to know how bad they want it and what they are willing to do for it. But wait, there's even a better question. Bigger question. What is it? Because it means different things to different clients and you need to get clear on what it means to your clients. Let's talk about it. to Presidential Lifestyle Live. I am your host, Kene Quarter, specializing in financial therapy for the wealthy. Oh, we have so much to talk about. I get it. I get it. You're like, Kene, you've been talking about this subject for a while and I am a little bit overwhelmed. Well, no worries. I'm going to recap a little bit for you. We're going to dive deep into the four most common lust-based emotions, and then you can jump into the community. So you can ask me anything about money emotions or financial therapy or just questions because I've got a lot of answers. But specifically, I can really get you to answers on financial therapy. You can find out how to apply what we talk about today to your specific business situation. So if you haven't done it already, click the link in this description and join the community. You want to be a part of the Presidential Lifestyle community. And I want to thank you. If you're not an official member yet, but you listen to the video, you watch the videos, you listen to the podcast, you read the blog. Thank you for being here. But I also want you to be an official member. So go ahead, click the link and become an official member of the Presidential Lifestyle Community. We want you there. But we're so glad you're here today. And let's talk about the four most common lust-based emotions. You need to know these because this will circumvent your client's financial plan. While you're busy growing and preserving their wealth, they'll be over there dibbling and dabbling in vices and addictions and pleasures. And yeah, then what happens? You'll have to do something you don't want to do. Slap them on the wrist. Oh no. But wait, I think you need a little recap. Let me go. Before I go too far, I want to recap the four most common money emotions. So if you haven't watched all the videos, go ahead and go back and do that. The first video, we talked about overall the money emotions. And I, and I gave you a little bit on each one. And then I started to break down each one. Fear-based emotions. We've done, I did the first video, the second video on fear-based emotions. And we broke those down so you could really understand. Then we talked about the lack 
based emotions and broke those down. And now we're talking about lust based emotions. And next week, I'll give you the lonely based emotions. But here's what I want you to remember. Fear based emotions, they you're born with them. And, and the reason why I say this is because the number one fear, the fear, the only fear you're born with is the fear of the unknown. You also have this fear of falling, um, but that eventually kind of goes away, right? We bungee jump. We, some people still have it, but you don't necessarily keep that fear. You can overcome that fear, but the fear of the unknown is very strong and it's not easy to overcome. You were born with it and having some fear of the unknown is what keeps you alive. It's what makes you vigilant. And so that fear of the unknown creates other fears though. And I talk about them in the fear-based um, emotions video, but you also need to know that lack-based emotions are learned. You get them from society, your family, if some of your own you know, mistakes. And when I say you, I mean, all of us, I don't mean you, but I do like to talk to you specifically. But right now in this moment, when I say you, I just mean you, all of us, we all do it. We all do these same things. We are human. And the last one is the lust-based emotions. I'll talk about lonely-based emotions next week. Lust-based emotions are practiced. Yeah. Once you see you're getting that external reward that I talked about, external reward, a little bit of dopamine, you continue to do it again and again and again because it feels good. Only thing is it creates a ripple effect, a habit. You become addicted to the dopamine. And again, you, meaning you and the rest of us, your clients as well. You need to take a look at these when it comes to your clients, because if you haven't paid attention to it before, it's probably been chipping away at their accounts whether you realize it or not, it could be these vices. It could be these addictions. It could be these fleeting pleasures. It could be them trying to feel the voids they feel. And what I will tell you is that financial therapy can unlock deep desires and emotions your clients are experiencing that maybe they've suppressed or they just couldn't get to because they've been focused on earning but the feelings are still there. And by going into their subconscious brain, that's what I would do. I help them shift to more productive behaviors that get them away from either suppressing. And then what happens when you suppress, it's like a pressure cooker, it explodes. And then instead of having some pleasure along the way, a little bit of pleasure break, baked into the plan, they suppress, 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 suppress. And then now they end up spending a ton of money on something really wild and crazy. They didn't have to do that. So make sure that you understand what their true desire is so that it's part of the plan. Four most common lust-based emotions. These four are, I say the four most common because yeah, there are others, but they're either going to stem from or be part of or kind of overlap with these. So I just want you to remember these because this is a lot of information. But remember, you can always jump into the community, ask me any questions, and I can help you sift through all of it. So once your clients start getting external reward, it perpetuates these lust-based emotions. So what happens a lot of times is there's this desperation. That is the first lust-based emotion I want us to talk about. Desperation and more than just a, a need. It's more than just a, a want. It is a really, really strong desire that they would do 
anything to have it, right? Anything. And it doesn't necessarily have to be money. In fact, the money usually comes easy to your type of clients, right? The money part comes easy. It's this other stuff that doesn't come as easy. Like maybe they want love. Maybe they want attention. Maybe they want notoriety. Maybe they want power, whatever it is. And they will use their money to get it. And they go into desperation. Now, a lot of people think deprivation when they hear desperation. If somebody is desperate, they're living on the streets. No, I don't mean deprivation. So although sometimes your clients have spent so much of the money they've made that they are in desperation and deprivation because yes, they could be making a million dollars and spending a million dollars a year. I've had clients of myself who have done that. In fact, they spent more because they had debt and they were over leveraged, couldn't even pay their taxes because they had spent too much money. So if your clients are experiencing that, they may be in desperation mode. They also might be in desperation mode just because there are things that they want so badly that they feel like are out of their reach, but they may not be if they are strategically put in the plan, but you've got to know about them, right? In order for them to be in the plan. So let's move on to number two. This is a big one. And this one is sometimes allowed. A little bit of greed is allowed, especially in certain circles, but it can get overwhelming and it can get toxic. But greed is when they just can't stop. Once they see it, like it's so close, they just can't stop. And sometimes the greed turns them into workaholics. Sometimes the greed turns them into uh, evil, you know, maniacal, hard to get along with types of people who would, again, do anything to have that shot of dopamine because that shot of dopamine makes them feel good for the moment until it doesn't. And then comes number three, a little bit of guilt sets in. And as that guilt begins to set in, it's almost like because they went against their values, now they have this icky at presidential lifestyle. We call it an icky feeling. It's just a little icky feeling inside, but that guilt can, it can grow. It can become debilitating. It can linger for a long time. Guilt is up there with grief. It can hold, clients can have it, it can feel really heavy. It can really hold them down. And once that guilt sets in, a lot of times they don't want to do anything else. They don't want to make another decision because they don't trust themselves. And if your clients don't trust themselves, they won't be able to trust you either because they're going to equate you with them. And when that happens, trust is gone. It does, it's not natural, it's not normal, but it does happen. It's very common. So if they didn't get the results they wanted, this again, they might blame on you because maybe they were so close or maybe they made a decision and they're like, well, why did you let me do this? Right? And you're like, uh, no, 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 no. Let me tell you the original plan that came from me did not look like what you just executed. So um, but then the blame game comes, right? And then they'll get defensive and this can trigger them moving the money someplace else. So you want to be really careful when it comes to these guilt emotions, because the other thing is, as the guilt gets heavier and heavier and more public, right? If they go against their core values, if they do that in private, that's one thing. They'll feel guilty for that. But if they do that in public, they could feel shame. It's almost like they feel dirty. The more people find out about them, the more maybe even that they, they let's say they strive to build a billion dollar company, but they only end up building a $500 million company. 
And some people are very happy with a $500 million company. But if the target was a billion, there's some shame in not reaching that amount. I had a past client and he wants to build, he wants to exit his company, but can't exit his company until he gets it to a certain point. Now, the industry he's in is changing. And if he misses this mark, it can go quite the other way. And his financial advisor is how about we do this now and you can build another company? You still have time. This man is 55 years old. He could probably work another 10 years if he wanted to, but he wants to get a certain number. And without that number, he doesn't want to move because he will feel like shame. He's already said it to so many people. And so he doesn't want to lose his dignity. And many people have lost dignity trying to get to a certain dollar amount. And that's when the shame kicks in. Now, you have to understand there's a vicious cycle. This is cyclical, right? It, you might start out with desperation and desperation turns into to greed and then it turns into guilt and guilt turns into shame. And then you're back at desperation and it happens all over again. These cycles, each, each emotion feeds on the other. And these cycles are so hard to get out of. And that's when they need financial therapy. But let me ask you a question. Just tell me yes or no. Have you ever had a client that experienced lust-based emotions? Have you ever experienced that, one of your clients? Yes or no, just put it in the comments. Of course, if you're watching this video on LinkedIn or on YouTube, you can put it in the comments. But if you're listening to the podcast, head on over to YouTube and do it um, or just jump right into the community and you and I can discuss this. I love I go live every third Thursday, but even during the week, even if it's not a live day, you can always reach out to me in the community and I'll answer any questions. Now, if you want me to take your clients on a financial therapy journey so they're not putting that burden on you. When you join the community, ask me how I can introduce your clients to the power of financial therapy. In the power of financial therapy membership, I do go live every week and I do serve the clients with a session that will help them understand what financial therapy is, what it isn't, why our brand of financial therapy called self-sync financial therapy is so powerful. It also clears away anything that's in the way of your clients getting to their most important goals. And it expands what's important to them in their lives. That is the work that I do. So you can focus on growing and preserving their wealth. You shouldn't have to be their therapist. So first, join the community. I welcome you to be a part of the presidential lifestyle community so we can talk more about these money emotions, the fear-based emotions, the lack-based emotions, the lust-based emotions, the lonely-based emotions, which we'll talk about next week. So be sure to come on back. I have more to share with you, but I do want to say this. If you feel overwhelmed, if you're like, wait, which ones are lust and which ones are lack and which ones are fear? It has taken me years to do this research and compile all this information. You're not going to get it in one video. Watch them again and again. Share them with others. Discuss them with colleagues. Jump into the community. Ask me any questions. I'm telling you, this is valuable information because whether you get it or not, whether you learn this or not, your clients are still having money emotions. And if they're having 
money emotions, I'm trying to tell you that fear, the lack, the lust, and the loneliness, there's one thing they're going to use to fill the voids they feel. And that is their money, the money that you are counting on growing and preserving. Why? Because if they are losing money, you are losing money. I know that, you know that, and they know that. But this ain't about you. This is about them and what they want. I mean, what they really want. And it is about what it means to them. So you've got to find out what your client's idea of the presidential lifestyle is. And then you have to make sure you understand their values so that they don't feel that guilt and that shame. And when you understand their values, that those values are baked into the plan and that they stick to them along the way. Because if they do not, then you are going to get blamed and you don't want that. And you're not, it's not your fault. But some of it is your responsibility, and that's why I'm passing this knowledge on to you. So remember, mental and emotional health are a big part of financial wealth and health. You are not alone. Your clients are not alone. You and I will work through this together. So come back next week, join the community, and let's do this. I can't wait to share lonely-based emotions with you. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite emotion to talk about. Why? Because it's the one I work on the most. Yes, your wealthy clients are feeling lonely. You're going to love this one. See you next week.